Hello and welcome into Empty Your Q. Uh, my name is Dustin. And my name's Cameron. And uh, today we are talking about a movie very near and dear to my sure. heart. <laughs> uh, we're talking Teen Wolf, yeah. which just turned 35 years old a couple weeks back. Th- 35. 35. Wow. This movie's five years, three years older than me. It's five years older than me. And I have to tell you, as a kid, I loved it because it was just a werewolf playing basketball and that's all I got from it. That's all you got. So, but there's a whole other section of this that's pretty terrible. There is a lot going on. Yeah. Um so I guess what do we do we come right out of the gate and just say you think it's terrible and I So I loved the I did like this movie a long time ago and then I rewatched it for this. Um, cause I think you brought up that you wanted to do it because yeah, it was turning 35. I was like, turning 35. So I was like, okay, yeah, let's revisit where teen wolf. I love that movie. Let's get into it. You know, dude jerking his dick at the end. He turns into a werewolf, plays basketball, all that cool stuff. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> face I have a, so like, dude, I yeah, a it's been edited out. It's now. not, it wasn't actually a person with their dick out. Oh, it isn't. No, oh. that's an urban, that's a film urban legend. Oh really? Yeah. So it was a extra, it was a woman and she was, they, she didn't realize they'd be sitting down for hours filming the scene. Yeah. So she unbuttoned her pants to sit down and be comfortable. And when they want, like when they finished the scene and they had to jump up and celebrate, she forgot that they were unbuttoned. So when I watched it back, you can see her like rebuttoning the pants. Oh. So yeah, it was like one of those well, those popular movie urban legends. That's a bummer. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, anyways, Teen Wolf. I don't know if you know what it's about. Who's listening right now? It's but pretty, basically, yeah. uh, this kid gets the powers of werewolfdom. This kid is absolute. It's Michael J. Fox, first of all. Yeah. And he's this dude in high school that's on the basketball team, despite being like five three, and he's like <laughs> he's like four foot nine. He's yeah. He's, he's a sh- fucking he's a tiny t- little dude. short. And don't uh, he's got his couple friends. He's okay and with there's not, it's not even just like he's the bad like this is a terrible basketball team yeah yeah the movie opens Astro, they're losing by 50 points i think they end up losing by 70 by the somewhere time around over. there yeah. and it's like 70 to 11 is somewhere as like the final score of that game that you open with yeah so he's kind of not a joke he's just kind of like he's not a cool kid not a cool kid at all um, and uh it turns out he's a werewolf yeah he, through blood he, his father's a werewolf his father's a werewolf sometimes it skips generations and did so his, not skip this so generation. his dad was like i didn't tell you because it skips generations yeah but i mean look if you have a issue where like if i t- had an issue where i turned into a werewolf and i had a son and it just so happened that it skips generations i'm still gonna sit down with that son in my wolf form and be like this might be a possibility can we so can we talk we, about the dad as a wolf the the dad i do like how he comes to him as like he's like look i'm the same it's like this form of understanding it's so funny like when he so there's like the first 30 minutes of this movie even though it's a movie called teen wolf and it was marketed as this wolf is about to do some six slam dunks it's still like starts with like building suspense as like michael j fox is like suddenly like he's growling at people he gets the red eyes when he's trying to buy the beer keg yeah he uh he what's it called he growls at people he has the, he has the hairy palms when he's driving the van yeah like, they have all these signs oh the dog whistle in the hardware store like he has all these that's the first one is the dog whistle setting him off in the hardware store he's like you don't hear that what then he sees he has the hairy palms when he's the when they're van hands. surfing yeah yeah it's all about puberty it it's is all a, an yeah, allegory it's a for thinly puberty. veiled puberty 
but so he turns into a werewolf finally in the mirror and like he's not like scared he's like oh because he goes he's at a party and he's starting to turn and, <laughs> and he fucking bails and goes home he's like my hands are i have claws i need to get out of here and his dad is at home and he's like son what's the matter and he's like oh that man i'm just it's like yeah it's like a huge masturbation and, joke where yeah he's like, son get out here and the dad's like oh i know what's going on like the dad figures out ex- like Right from the bat, he's like, fuck, it didn't skip a generation. I, uh, I got a wolf kid. So, and he does have a wolf kid. But when he opens the door and it's the dad as the werewolf, because it's like the least threatening werewolf I think I've ever seen. Uh, Yes. the Well, it's very, very much based off the wolf man. Who, the dad? Both of them. All oh, of them. oh, yeah. It's all just an imitation but, of the wolf but man. But the dad is like a cuddly... Ewok, yes basically. no like, the dad is like with the glasses on <laughs> yeah he's like adorable old man werewolf it gets me every time it's too. fantastic like it is the cutest werewolf you've ever seen <laughs> he's like we gotta talk Scott. yeah and like, he's like a, he's almost like a puppy but he's an old man it's exactly weird. it's a really it's weird really weird so the michael j fox uh he's like well shit i'm a werewolf i guess and he tells his best friend styles who's like the coolest kid in the school who inexplicably is just best does not with. believe him though and, oh no he yeah he tells styles and doesn't believe him and then he turns into a so werewolf. then he turns into a werewolf for which so here's kind of the jumping on point of parts of this movie that are pretty fucking terrible um to which he replies oh no 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 this is even before oh, he yeah. changes when he's like he's styles, trying to convince him he's like styles he says i need wrong. to tell you something he's like you're not gonna tell me you're a f- Sorry, if for, sorry for using this language. I'm I'm just this is how it's written. And Dude, should we we should probably just say f word. I don't like saying f word, but okay. You're not gonna tell me you're f word. If you're gonna tell me you're f word, I won't be able to handle it. I'm not an f word. And then and then he goes. And then Michael J. Fox. I'm yeah, not yeah. an f word. I'm I'm a werewolf. And it's like, oh okay, so it's better that you're this thing that literally slaughters your animals and humans yeah thank god you're that and not gay so it's it's one of those things that's very indicative of the time and the culture absolutely of anti a very homophobic homophobic um just everything and this movie is very homophobic in itself in that in that regard with that scene and just kind of everything in it is very like gay panic Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So then he shows him he's a werewolf. He turns into a werewolf and he's like, oh, wow. And the next day, Scott's playing basketball again after the 70 point loss. Yeah. And he's fighting for a loose ball and he turns into the werewolf on the court and comes out of the pile. And everyone is like, what? It's silent. It's- so they're silent for maybe 10 seconds. And he stands there. And then everyone just. And he dribbles the ball. They're like, okay. They're quiet. Yeah, he dribbles the ball, and then he takes off from one end of the court he, to so, the other. So, by the way, they've taken over possession uh, after a made basket. So, you usually have about eight seconds to advance the ball up the court. It takes them about 25. It takes them about the entire shot yeah, clock the whole, yeah. to get the ball up the court. So, right there, that's a turnover. Shouldn't even have the chance to bring the ball up. Well, he comes across, and he dunks. <laughs> And he throws it down like a two-handed because, dunk. But he dunks because no one is paying attention. Everyone is flabbergasted at the fact that this teenager has just turned into a fucking werewolf. So he dunks the ball. On the court. And he does like a little trick with the ball to like throw it to the ref. And then everyone's like, oh. He's got, oh, oh, he's got wolf swagger. It's and, okay. Uh, and Coach Flintstock, Coach Bobby Flintstock. The most exploitative piece of shit in the world. Goes, all right, well, let's play some ball. <laughs> Even the referees. So, if a if a 
person were to turn into an animal person during any sporting event, I would imagine the referees would stop the game and be like, hey, there's some issues here. You, we'll let you pull the guy. You play another man. Let's get this figured out. But we can't have you playing a literal a werewolf. werewolf right now. That's, Not only that, but the werewolf, when he's the wolf, he's basically just John Stockton. He's not John's. No, when he's the wolf, he's Doctor Fucking J. He's yeah. He's like and and we're talking passes. like Doctor J in the ABA, where it was like he was playing with a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> so it's like, welcome to the Doctor J show. He's just going to be shooting it and jamming it <laughs> all fucking game. And so of course the school goes crazy. Yes. Uh, this was something that that I've loved always is the the school doesn't panic. There's no anything, but instead they just lean fully into the wolf. They changed the mascot to a wolf. The whole county leans into the wolf, essentially. Styles is selling bootleg Teen Wolf shirts. There's literally only one person who's anti-wolf, and that's the bad guy. Uh, oh, Mick. Mick. Mick, oh. who is the boy. So so we've totally glanced over the misogyny in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Mick it's just so and subtle. Scott are vying for the love of... Pamela. Pamela. So yeah, so Scott likes Pamela. So Scott likes Pamela, Pamela who doesn't give him the Mick. time of the day. And Pamela's dating Mick. Mick, who's like the leader of all the sports teams and who's everything. Who's like the, the leader of the team that beats the, Scott's team in the beginning. Yeah, but he goes to the same school. I get. Yeah, but he's a dragon. Yeah, but he goes to the same school, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I was really confused on some of the dynamics here and what was going on just... In terms of the regional sports teams, and if this was a school-based team, and if maybe he was like going to the school, but maybe playing for a different team, uh, yeah, I don't logic know. is kind of out the window here. I know I'm I'm applying a little yeah, bit too much. What are you doing? What are you looking but for? But this whole thing is you said this is one of the greatest sports movies, so that's why I wanted to apply this logic here. Is like how can it be one of the greatest sports movies when it literally has no concept of sports whatsoever? Well, <laughs> but anyways, back to the misogyny. So Scott and Mick are vying for pamela and she does not want to give scott any time of day but scott believes her to be his effectively mick already owns her in mick's mind um and this is the way they talk about her this is the way that everything is put forth everything's like back off she's mine she's mine pamela has no say in it whatsoever now pamela on the other hand even though this is gross misogyny pamela is um dating mick and all of a sudden, once Wolf Wolfie comes along, yeah, once Teen Wolf is, it's there. like pheromones pour out of his wolf penis, and she's like, "I need the wolf dick," and not Scott, not Scott, because no. he tries to come at her with the Scott approach, and she's like, "Can you do the wolf thing?" And he's like, "What?" No, and, like, and she's like, "No, nah, no, nah, I, I want the wolf." He's like, "I have to get like, I have to get, and I have to get excited." And he she's like, gives oh, okay. her the wolf. Yeah, you hear there's that they cuts out to the principal getting in his car and you hear him uh, howl. like ow and it implies that he bangs Pamela as the wolf. Now the next day he thinks they're a couple. A couple and she's like no 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 no. I just wanted to get at that wolf dick. Cuz I'm goes, still dating Mick. He goes, "Can we can I take you to the dance?" Yeah, she's like, "No, I'm not." She's like, "What? We're no." No. Cuz they he goes on dates with her too after that. Yeah, and but she's still like She's still like, I'm yeah, with no, Mick. I'm with Mick. Mick's, yeah. Yeah. So she's pretty awful in herself. Mick's pretty awful. Scott's pretty awful. He's and only awful when he's the wolf. 
Because it, it all goes to his head. It's a classic ego story. It does go to his head, he's but like, he's talking of Pamela and everything. He's like dancing with people in the hallways and like shotgunning beers and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, no, he's he's the talk of the town. He's, he's relishing he's, being the talk of the town. Yeah, because he goes from zero to hero in literally a matter of seconds. In the one game. Yes, absolutely. They so st- <laughs> They start winning games and he's like stealing the ball from his own teammates to get which, up. Yeah, and, and which is a whole other thing. This team was atrocious. Atrocious. And if you look at real sports teams, just because they have one great player, all of the Timberwolves with Kevin Love back in the day, or even Kyrie Irving on the Cleveland Cavaliers before uh, LeBron James came back and everything like that, right. they have the stats and they do great, but it doesn't mean a winning team. And it's not like this team was like all of a sudden great at teamwork and coming together as a team to win no he was just scoring every point and stealing and he's and blocking, stealing and blocking so, shots he's jumping like but he wasn't really blocking every shot like it was literally they would miss and then he'd get the rebound he'd run down he'd damn, yeah. jam it there was a couple montages of him blocking shots but but also at the same time it's like why not just double him like why not just triple team him because the other the team is so incompetent uh, yeah that you're gonna win the game no matter i don't know none of it made a lot of sense not a lot of zone uh well i don't think you could run zone back then yeah i don't think, I, don't, I think zone was a legal defense in 83 85 85 um so it pretty would, much straight up man to man but would you if you were would you want to be on the beavers would you want to play with the teen wolf uh or are you no. like, i need my stats no i just would rather play with like teamwork and team ability and just play a team sport with a team, not just watch some Teen Wolf dickhead. Like you wouldn't want to be on the team with the werewolf, though. Well, I mean, maybe for the chance to get all the chicks, because like it seemed they were all getting chicks because of the wolf. Like yeah, when I they're at their their like their parties, their really, dances and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they're really east. the parties that they the, have. Are the party scene is insane. Cesspool of scum and villainy <laughs> just assault and horrible decisions. yeah yeah there's you know there are bathrooms and bedrooms where unconscious women are definitely being taken advantage of uh, yeah because this movie is like just honestly it is highlighting the worst of the worst of just masculine like toxicity and all sorts of things of that nature but you love it though so let us know why <laughs> Is it because it's got cute wolf that slams slam dunks? I mean, effectively, yeah. <laughs> That's I I loved this movie as a kid. I still love it now. I think it's incredible. Your parents let you watch this. It, yeah, I don't know. But they, then again, it's incredible the things my parents let me watch. I was gonna say this is the tip of the iceberg on things that my family yeah let me watch yeah um yeah watching it back obviously it's really like oh wow it's like, rough I missed a lot of this and, and it's a bad movie in general it's no, not well made no it's well made it's it's kind of choppy it doesn't have a real narrative like if I line you, that it follows. If I told you that this movie was shot in 21 days, would you say it was shot in more days or less days? I'd say less days. I think 21 days is like them being like, let's say 21. So like three weeks seems a little more professional than we shot this over a weekend. Well, it actually, it says 21 days. That's, okay. That's how long it took. Well. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I love it. I love the the stupid, like thinly veiled coming of age, like puberty yeah storyline i just think it's so ridiculous that the town the county like you said does nothing so here's so another thing about that which i think this is kind of where the mtv show comes from 
and how that happened because that is involved with a bunch of supernatural shit yeah it's not just a teen that's like it's like i think they're like hunting monsters yeah and things like that so is this world filled with our vampires werewolves mummies creatures of the black lagoon things of that nature i don't know i would have are they existent in this because the the town people really are like hey we've seen this before and they probably have with the dad and the mom too because we learned that mick might have murdered scott's mom let's get to that so he becomes the wolf and he's he's on dates with pamela he's He's really pissing off mick really mick's mad because he's out with his property yeah and there's a part where he's like you know you're just a furry mutt blah 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 and like this to me elevates mick to next level villainy status in these types of movies like these teen movies because he looks at him and he says, it's okay, Howard. I've dealt with your kind before. One of your, I think your mom used to steal chickens from our backyard until I blew her head off with a yeah. shotgun. He basically implies that he murdered his mother. And like the only time, the only other time this movie mentions Scott's mother is when the dad is like, yeah, your mother and I thought about telling you and we figured since it skips a generation, we didn't. And like, that's it. That's the only other time they mentioned Yeah. It. So... It's so a, I'm gonna choose to believe that Mick is like truly the pinnacle of evil in these movies and killed his mom. Well, in like teen movies, he is possibly the pinnacle of bad like, it, guys. To me, it's between him and oh. uh, and uh, Billy Zabka and Karate Kid. Billy Zabka was it? Or who am I telling? Who am I thinking of? Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Billy Zabka is uh, shit. But the, yeah, that's not the crazy. Yeah, Karate no. Kid. Yeah, Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. So to me, it's between the Cobra two Kai. of them. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai never dies. Sweep the leg. Um, Upcoming empty your queue on the Cobra Kai. Oh, the Cobra Kai uh, series. Netflix. Yeah, YouTube now on Netflix. Um, but I, yeah, so Mick is like truly pure evil. They get to yes. the, like, so Scott starts to finally rein it in. So the breaking point for him, and this blew my mind too. So he, they do this thing called van surfing, him and Styles. <laughs> And they do it with him as the wolf, and he's surfing through town on the top of. Basically, while you're jumping on a move, you're jumping on the roof of a moving car. Well, Styles is, has a van now that says Wolfmobile. Yes, and with his face on the side, and Scott's riding the van, <laughs> doing backflips and handstands, and Styles throws beer cans out the window into the door of the hardware store that Scott's dad owns, and Scott's dad's like, "Hey, buddy, you need to get this under control because." If you if you go, if you lose it if you go you're too hot dogging it too much you're gonna it's gonna go bad I'm telling it's you it's gonna upset the balance well they're they're peaceful to lichens. us lichens now lichens have had a balance <laughs> with the with the with the Homo sapiens for yes um, for centuries so he like warns him he's like hey buddy we gotta tone it in here so then the next scene is like at the school dance the big school dance that he wanted to take. Pamela too. Pamela too, and Pamela's like nah. So then he was like, "Hey, Boof." Hey, so Boof is his, his female best friend. Yeah, it's it's him, Styles, and Boof. And he goes, "Hey, Boof, can I take you to the dance?" And she's Fucking like, "Name is Boof." She's like, "Yeah, you can take me to the dance if you don't be the wolf." And he's like, "I gotta be the wolf." And so. Th- also, when you're introduced to Boof, you take about ten minutes to be like, "Is they fucking saying Boof?" Oh yeah. Is her name Boof? Wait, is it fucking Boof? Boof. Boof. Just Boof. That's her nickname. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Boof? So she. <laughs> I don't think they call her by her first name ever. I, don't I think, think it's just Boof either. through the whole thing. So he takes Boof to the dance as the wolf, or no, he goes to the dance as the wolf. He dances with Boof once, and then 
he, he no he dances with boof regular because she's like i'm not fucking with the well, wolf shit the, he they dance for a second then she takes him outside and makes him turn human and like makes out with him a bit and is like hey just be scott for 30 minutes i thought they danced regular I, when they go back in yeah so they go back in and they're dancing regular and then prick and, face comes and fucks and him Nick up sees him as not the wolf now. yeah he's like oh now's my opportunity now, and he runs up and punches him in the face and says i brought a town hang on he just like, fucking sucker punches him he really just sucker punches. He's like, so, "Fuck you, wolf." He goes, he punches him in the face, calls Boof a tramp, says Pamela is his property. Yes. So Scott pops back up as the wolf, instant transformation. Yeah. Pops back up as the wolf, and he cuts the buttons off of Mick's shirt, and Mick is just standing there, bare chested, like, "I'm gonna kill you." Uh. Yeah. And they're arguing, and everybody looks at Scott like wow dude you, this is too far you're, you're an animal so they yeah they what basically have the realization that if he wanted to he easily could have gutted mick there and like everyone it's so funny and they they finally have that realization that he is a a wolf a wolf a, a wolf man wolf. Yes. a fucking werewolf which <laughs> so that's the big like the big dance confrontation he realizes my dad was right i can't let my emotions I gotta rain this me. shit in i gotta rein it in so he goes home he doesn't know what to do they have their big game against Mick's team again. And he stops going to school for a few days. He's just staying normal, human. He's just, He's just like, yeah. like he goes into a depressional funk because he can't be wolf anymore. Because he can't be cool. Yeah, he can't be the teen wolf. And he's just like moping around and shit. And you're just like, you were kind of a dickhead though. It like, went right to your head. Like, yeah. And, in the matter of like And it doesn't week. really change when he becomes the wolf again. He doesn't become the wolf again. Uh, oh, yeah, he doesn't. So, yeah, so they get to the, like, yeah. the big basketball game at the end. And There's not an ending wolf scene? No. For some reason, I thought him and his dad eat breakfast as wolves. No. Um, anyway, I just made that up. So he's like, all right, I'm going to go play in the game. I want to be. I want to help. I want to. He's not there for the first half. And the beavers are getting stomped. They're getting slaughtered. Yeah. He shows up at halftime. They're Man. down twenty points at least. It's like twenty. No, they're down. Yeah. They're down twenty-one points in the third quarter. And he shows up, and Coach Flintstock's like, "Hey, where's the wolf?" There's buddy? no three-point line, by the way. No, there's not. This is yeah. This is prior to the three-point line. He's like, "Hey, buddy, we need that wolf. Let's do this, huh?" And Scott's like, "No, I want to play, but I don't want to be the wolf." And at that point, the whole crowd is booing him, like, "You suck, Scott. You ruined it for us." And he's like, I want to play. And like, for some reason, that realization invents a pick and roll offense for the Beavers to run. That the super team before that crushed them by 50 points, 60 points in the beginning of the movie are all of a sudden like, I don't know how to fucking cover this. He's 5'4". The fat kid who's like 5'10 is running a pick. Oh, man. I got... Oh, shit. The, f- the, the fat the kid, kid who they call Tubbs? Chubby. Chubby. Chubbs. He, he hits a, like, a hook shot from the free throw line. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah. The whole team's on fire all of a sudden. Like They all know how to play basketball. Number 45 is like scotty pippen on d he's like crashing boards blocking shots like oh yeah he throws an outlet pass to someone else like, <laughs> it's insane but it's so the team so the, the funny thing about this is that team starts off like really pro wolf because they're fucking winning everything they're finally winning their pop and then out of nowhere they're like fuck this glory boy asshole he's taking all the credit he wouldn't be here without us 
he needs us and you're just kind of like no like this dude literally this teen wolf has been carrying you this entire time yeah so they they are a part of like kind of spiraling him into that depression and and disliking because they like just kind of leave it up to him in one game like oh we're not yeah we're gonna fuck you go to hell and all of a sudden they're just like screw him after being like totally in on the wolf thing yeah and then once he's not wolf they somehow come together and able to play team basketball even though there's never been an inkling that this play this team is able to play decent team basketball there's no inkling and they have the worst coach i was gonna say there's no inkling that coach flintstock is even running plays so coach flintstock as soon as he he gets the wolf he's seeing dollar signs yeah. Like even before then, he's literally asking. Uh, I almost called him Marty. Uh, he's, he's literally asking Scott for money. Like there. Yeah. And during that scene, he he gives him a little bit of advice, where he tells him after basically asking him for money and him being like like and this is a coach asking one of his students for money. Yeah. He then gives him advice that says he goes, "Let me give you a little advice." Never get less than 12 hours sleep. Never play cards with a guy that has the same first name as a city. And never go to a, go near a lady with a tattoo of a dagger on her body. Now you stick with that and everything else is cream cheese. This is a coach. A coach of boys. Of young in men. In sports. Yeah. Telling him not to get any less than 12 hours of it sleep. It goes Calipari. Uh, <laughs> Dickie V. And then... Uh, and, which is John Wooden and uh, Bobby Flintstock. That's and the, and the Bobby Flintstock, as soon as the wolf shit's happening, he's like, we can monetize this. Well, no, we can we can make money off of this. Giles starts selling bootlegs and stuff in the halls during school hours. He's got like all these. And you know, Coach is taking a yeah. cut of that. And so when when Scott shows up at the end of the movie and he's like, I want to play as me. The co- coach Flintstock's like, all right, we're gonna lose by forty. <laughs> yeah, first. you know how this ends. I guess okay, let's do it if you insist. And he just sits back down on the bench, like not calling defeated. any plays. He's defeated not, instantly. Yeah. So Scott, through the power of teamwork and like the same layup, just looped over and over and over it's again. It's literally just a high pick and roll, but for some reason they don't want to keep anybody on the blocks. Well, Mick uses all five fouls. He gets the Mick, most out of his fouls. Does he ever foul out? He doesn't. He does. Oh, he does. He does, but then he just, he fouls Scott by shoving him down. No, he does not foul out. Yes, he does. He fouls out, and then he goes and stands and under the stands rim. And then stands underneath the rim for the final And the throws. ref just lets him stand there and stare at Scott for the last two. So the entire game, Mick is fouling people like he's Bill people. Cartwright in 93. It, yeah. Like, it, it is like Bill Lambeer... And they're down 30, it's, and yes. the Pistons need to make a point. It's the bad boy Pistons. And yeah. he is just throttling people out there, kicking them, throwing them. It's way more than bodied, five fouls. Like full body. Yeah. Oh, no, no. He's like every defensive play and every defensive attempt he makes is a flagrant one. At least. Like, and the rest are just like, I'll allow it. Truly a better time of basketball. And... <laughs> When basketball was at its best. So somehow through the power of teamwork and a pick and roll, they come climbing back from 20 points down and it's like 71, 72 and they do the same pick and roll. But this time he's like, nah, I'm just going to throw you out of the air. I'm keeping it and I'm taking it. Yeah. Yeah. And and Mick is like, nah, I'm just going to football tackle you. He just shoves him down. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, all right, two shots. And I was a little like 
you don't make that call because he doesn't really football tackle him. I don't know. He like it's a little performative on Scott's part. Based on the history of the game, though, like how yeah, but it's like if you're not gonna call call these other calls and stuff because there are some that they just don't call anything. Call it, and it's like I don't know if if there's one point you're not gonna call something. Is at the end of the game. Like you LeBron's just let him play. That call and Teen Wolf is getting. Scott's that call. not getting. No, Teen Wolf is, but Scott's not. And well, Scott I don't think was Mick the one that's out there. Teen Wolf down. I think he is. I don't think he is. I think at that point he's like, I've killed one before. I'll I do think it Teen again. Teen Wolf is dunking on his head with his claws in his. And face. then he's getting his brains blown out, probably. Yeah, probably. So, anyways, they <laughs> he fouls him. They make the call. There's zero seconds left. Like they literally make this call with zero seconds. Yeah, left. they're like, take your free throws. And it's like these are. It's either you tie it, you or win you it. win it, or you miss both, and you're a terrible. You miss, yeah, or you you at least have to make one. And to we like run you out of town with pitchforks. Make it like interesting. We should have originally. Yeah, like we almost did your dad before. Uh, and so gets the free throw. Now no one is on the baselines, or no one is along the key. Yeah, there's no one to rebound if he misses. There's no. But there's no. I mean, there's no need for that. But they all are just standing back, watching from behind. But for some reason, the referees have allowed this player that they've ejected at this point to just stand underneath the basket and taunt yeah. Scott. <laughs> he just glares at him as he's shooting these free throws. I think he's even like, "You're gonna miss these. You suck. I think You're nothing it, without that wolf or whatever." I think like he says it before the first free throw. Yeah, he's just silent. And then the second he hits the second free throw, they win. But the fact, like, I what I would give to see that as free throws from now on. Oh, like a basketball style psych out. Yeah, where you can just go. Yeah, where it's just like everybody has to stand back. If he misses it, if he misses the second one, like you miss both of them, then the other team gets the ball, no matter what. Like right. that's just that's all. He misses the second one. The other team gets the ball and make them both blah, blah, blah. Yeah, incorporating but psychouts would be incredible. If it could just be someone standing under the net being like, fuck you. That'd be, you yeah, suck. That'd be incredible. You suck. Hey, LeBron, your son's better than you. <laughs> Something like that, you know? Right. Hey, Carmelo, you suck. I don't know why Carmelo would suck. He's all right. He's like one of the best free throw shooters. He's in, like in the, the real life Teen Wolf. He's up. Yeah, he's just always yeah. trying to take over the game, he's steal there. the ball. I got it. On the I rebounds? Gonna, I was going to ask you that. So what, to wrap up the movie really quick. I think so, I just answered it, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. So <laughs> to wrap up the movie really quick. So he hits the free throws. They win the game. And Pamela all of a sudden is like, yo, Scott, I, I like the wolf. I've had the wolf. But right he now. goes with Boof. He, he does not just go with He cold shoulders Pamela so hard that she might as well just freeze and break into a thousand pieces like <laughs> the extent with which he brushes her off is something i've never seen before in a movie and he just goes with boof he doesn't just say hey sorry hey get out of here hey anything but then pamela now tells mick to drop dead because he's like all right let's get out of here and she's like drop dead and then she just walks away just so, by herself so to figure free. herself out. She's free finally. And he just goes straight up to Booth and just starts making out. And he's But all she's sweaty. been made to be a villain through this movie. She's she's Pamela. Like, oh, Pamela, yeah. Pamela definitely. Yeah, Booth, no, Booth is not a villain. Booth is like the real hero of all this. She's just yeah. like emotionally abused by Scott, Mick, and pretty much everyone around her. So, okay. Probably why she sleeps with Scott's dad at some point. That's, if you'd like to explain your, I would like to explain. Yep. That. Uh, I knew that's where this is going. Because there's a scene in this movie where Scott gets home and Boof is just there playing basketball with Scott's dad in the driveway. And I'm not talking like they're just shooting hoops. I'm talking like 
pressed up defense one on one like they're like there's contact with each other like he's like bodying up trying to defend they and go hard in the paint dog and he's like scott's like what's going on and the dad and boof are like they act like they're like caught they're like oh we, we were just playing some we were just, we were just playing basketball that's all that's we that's all we were just talking we were just talking playing basketball like and brush it off super quick then when you get to the end the last game this big final game it's just Boof and Scott's dad sitting together watching this game. I don't know. I had some. I had some suspect thoughts. Where was the other friend? Styles is down with everybody else, like in a jacket that says Teen Wolf and Wolf Fever, like handing out bumper stickers and shit. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, it because every time Scott talks to his dad about life and asks for advice and stuff, the dad's like, "What about Boof? Like you should hit up Boof. You should go out with Boof." And he's like, no, I'm not going to go out with Boof, Dad. I like Pamela, blah, blah, blah. And the dad, all right, well, Boof is nice. Like, it, So it makes me wonder, like, is Boof sleeping with Scott's dad to, like... Or get, has Boof slept with Scott's dad? To get dad. him to be like, hey, Scott, Boof, pretty cool. You got to roll with Boof, son, I'm telling you. And it was just one of those things, like, the, the basketball in the driveway scene, really, I was like, huh, how did I never notice this? So, do you often... <laughs> what i think you'll probably cut this anyways but do you often play basketball after you've had intercourse with someone is that where that comes from or is <laughs> no is it where does it where do you get just because they're playing very close basket close quarters because we play close like we like i back you down do you think i want to have sex with you well it's a little different dynamic in our in our friendship i don't know it's not like like you're over you, here we're here late at night but if you like recording if you, podcasts with if, one another if you came over one day or if like you came home one day and like say i was playing basketball one-on-one with like your stepmom or something like like you know I was like, <laughs> and you're like I actually have a stepmom and, you're and the like, idea of that is is yeah, i would be very curious you'd be like what the hell is going like on what's here? happening here and i'd be like oh we were just talking we were just playing some basketball but like the whole time she's like trying to like full like body back me down and like i'm like hands up like trying to sweat like it would just be like an uncomfortable thing right like you'd be like what the hell i guess you, i guess i mean maybe if like we've played this? basketball together and we're always going like a hundred percent then i understand i just it's i just as, don't the correlation of because i thought you had more evidence it's then that, he showed up then the father showed up with the best friend of his. It showed up with Boof. That he's trying to set his son, like has tried, been trying to like convince his son to get with, as well as they were playing basketball together. I just, the way so they that's, I just don't know if maybe that's like a thing. That scene really. Some it, people cuddle post intercourse. Maybe you're like, hoop up, bitch. Lace up. <laughs> hey, that was great. Throw these on. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it struck me as odd. <laughs> um couple other thoughts i had too uh, how many people do you think died trying to van surf after this in real life because it probably looks like, three it looks like tons of fun i think three people they literally just get up and get on the van because you could so you it'd be the stopping is where you'd have to be very communicative with whoever you're doing it with because starting off as long as you're stationary and you they don't just take off like you start off slow, right, and then you're, you know, then you're going. You could van surf at about thirty, thirty-five, well, <laughs> maybe forty miles per hour. But when like downforce and winds are whipping you at about sixty-five, 
70. I wouldn't imagine that would that, be. Yeah. That's where it'd be a little crazy. Even also, 50. Also, like here in our area, like Ventura County, LA County, the quality of roads is very poor. Very bumpy. I don't very think I'd be able holy. to like, I have pretty like suspect balance. Yeah. I don't know how good I would be on like. Yeah. Reseda. Like, yeah. Down like 35. And you're falling off a van. It's not like you're getting on top of like a car. It's yeah, a little higher You're up, falling but... about like 15 feet. So on, and, off a moving vehicle and rolling, you're and rolling, rolling, yeah, and you're probably not going to be able to stop. Like <laughs> that situation had to be shitty. The one person or three people, maybe that died from van right. surfing. Like we probably maybe should have looked this up, but uh, you know we're just flying off the cuff talking well, about I van surfing. It, it didn't say anything. It didn't say anything. Okay, yeah. so maybe it's just something they can't. They didn't want. They buried that. They're like, hey, we like, can't. We can't have Teen Wolf. The sanctity of the Teen Wolf name besmirched by these we've somehow, van surfing idiots. We've accidentally included a lot of homophobia and misogyny. We have to erase, we have these, to, we have to erase yeah. these accidental deaths. We have to get rid of these, of all things. Please. Um, so, okay. so, yeah, definitely two to three. So, <laughs> next one is, and you said this a little bit already. You've already gotten into it a little bit, but... I think Styles might be the coolest and best movie friend ever. No, Styles is trash. He's Styles so is cool. absolute trash. He's this is the epitome of like He's so cool. He's a fucking coattail rider. That not, guy has no No, he is a He's the trendsetter for no, the first half of the movie. No, he is not. He sees someone He's the MC who is trendy and follows what they're he's doing. He's the MC of the party they all go to, the biggest party. That's not his party, is Every, it? It's everyone, someone else's party, right? But they're like we need styles. But this is going to be a good they party. They did not need styles. We need styles, styles was like I'll have beer. And that's why they wanted Styles. Nah. Because that's why he has more. They were ready to commit armed robbery for that beer. Yeah. That's their that's Styles' first plan. Here, take take this water gun. Yeah. Put it in your jacket pocket. Yeah. And tell that's him his he- first plan to just get beer as an underage uh my as a minor. Is go rob this liquor store. Nineteen eighty five was a simpler time, dude. I don't know. What to as tell opposed you. to just intimidating the liquor store owner through sheer fear. That he thinks you're some sort of like demon. You show up, my his eyes turn all red. It's so yeah. cheesy. Yeah, they send Scott in, and he's like, "Give me." Okay. Because Styles tries to buy the beer first, beer. and the fucking liquor store owner is not having it. He's it's like, it's a good liquor ass. store owner. And I've definitely never encountered a liquor store owner that <sighs> Styles sucks. So I wanted to punch Styles into the fucking moon, dude. Okay, so there's Styles another. Styles was the worst. So, in, in another subplot of this movie, an incredible subplot. Styles reminds me of, like, the type of dude that you're definitely putting a tweet out there that's like, how can he get away with X and X and X and this while this man was locked up for marijuana possession? <laughs> like, he does 12 months in probation for sexual assault and stuff. That's Styles. And then there's the dude, the black dude, who's arrested for marijuana possession and, and like does 12 years. years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a repeat offender, and it's like, well, Styles could be a repeat offender if anyone gave a shit before. Like, um, <laughs> if someone actually repeated this, repeat, like, reported this monster at some point. Didn't early on. Co- yeah, his dad's probably like Styles is a piece of trash. Um, so there's a <laughs> there's a subplot within the movie where Pamela is Just tearing apart this movie you love. I'm so sorry. Pamela is in um, a play. Pamela is thirsting for wolf dick. Yeah, well, which pretty- is like the most the majority of her character. Well, yeah, she's in this play this and weird she's bestiality yeah. subplot. But I just have a note here that she's the worst actress I've ever seen. 
Everyone in this movie, aside from Michael J. Fox, is pretty fucking terrible. No, I mean, like, when she's supposed to be acting. Oh, oh, in those... Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, but I think that's on purpose. I know, but it's just... It's so... And the theater, like, the the theater director... He's incredible. Stereotypical theater director. They want the wolf. That has never changed. And so... No, never. Like it's always a black movie, sweater. Throughout movie and television history. Oh, yeah. And the movie teacher... The theater teacher's always the same. Yeah. So, Scott... They, they get Scott to be, like, a bit part, and he shows up as Scott, and the director's like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, I need that wolf. And he's like, well, no, I want to just do it as me. And he's like, well, that's not acting if you just do it as you. Wolfie, bubby. Bubby, come on. <laughs> Let me make you a star. Um, and then my last note, People are horny for this wolf. Well, like, like you see, yeah, like everyone loves him. He's super popular. And Pamela straight, like, kind of just assaults him. Pamela just exclusively wants Wolf Wiener. She, like, locks him in the dressing room after a, pr- a, pr- a rehearsal. Yeah. I almost said practice. Jesus. And she's like, come on, give me that wolf dick. He's, like, he's I, like, I just don't. I think that we should take so it slow. So she gets naked in front of him to yeah, turn him just, into a wolf. Yeah, because he's like, I, the only way I can get wolfy is if I get excited. And she's like, well, check out these titties. And he's like, oh. Like, oh. Yeah. And then they have wolf lady sex. You think, like... Part what if like bestiality? What if instead of part two being Jason Bateman Wolf, it was Pamela got pregnant and had hybrids? Oh God! (laughs) It was like (laughs) that seems a little too high concept for the film series. It was like, hey, there's a bunch of of like adolescent teen wolf hybrids that he has to now coach in basketball or softball or something. Like it's just another sport for the wolves to dominate. Well, they do basketball again in the second one, or is it soccer? I believe it's basketball again. Okay. I haven't seen two in a decade and a half. I don't like two. Um, I don't like this one. What am I talking about? I So the last thing I have, the last note I have that I want to ask you about, what are your thoughts on Michael J. Fox's jumping free throw? Because his free throw is a jump shot. I think it's because he couldn't physically get the ball to the rim without doing that, and they weren't like... <laughs> They didn't have the time nor the money to maybe do the shot of like the ball going in or and like loop it again and again. <laughs> yeah, or like it just didn't go far enough for it to not look like in order for him to get the ball far enough to where it looked like he was he making a convincing jump. free throw, he had to jump. Okay. Would you ever try that? No, I don't think you can because you have to like, you can do it from the back end of the rim, back end of the top of the key, mm-hmm. but you can't cross that line when shooting the free throw. So if you're like against the line and you jump, you have an opportunity of like passing the, the free throw line and negating the free throw. Like you can't pass that, is, that yeah, line. That is so, true. And I'm not going to take a step back just to jump. So I have a couple trivia notes here for you for us to end on. Like there's a reason why the free throw lines where it's at for oh, yeah. us tall people and ability to shoot a basketball for us tall people use a, <laughs> Yeah, I'm six six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> six six. Like a lean oh, yeah. two twenty. Yeah, I'm six six two twenty. I'm really cut. I was gonna go pro, but I hurt my knee. Little tendonitis, um, like lingering tendonitis. And, yeah, from the injury. But can still dunk on occasion. Every now and then, I'm fire from the three. Like you really can't stop me. Um, yeah, you know it's pretty. It's pretty sick. I'm like a Teen Wolf myself. And then you're covered with hair, and yeah, generally work your game inside. Yeah, well, yeah, nowadays. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, Scott's house is located on the same block as George McFly's in Back to the Future. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Uh, according to director Rod Daniel. The same track homes in Pasadena? <laughs> probably. So that actually 
Michael J. Fox, uh, apparently before he was cast in Back to the Future to replace Eric Stoltz, while they were filming Teen Wolf, he said, Steven Spielberg's down the street making great movies and I'm a werewolf. <laughs> and he was very upset. So that fed a lot of rumors that he hated this movie and that that's why he didn't do the sequel. Oh. But then he gets Back to the Future and it's like, hey, all right, everything, everything's gravy now. Yeah. Everything's cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yep. According, everything is cream cheese. According to director Rod Daniel... When test audiences first saw Scott's dad as a werewolf, they went insane. He said the laughter was so loud that it completely obliterated the next minute and a half of the movie. Oh, dude, I can imagine because it's so goddamn ridiculous. It, it's just everything about it is the best. It's yeah. it, I wouldn't say the best, but it's it's pretty high comedy shit. Like, it says that uh, Michael J. Fox and Jeff Glosser, who played the dad couldn't eat solid food while wearing all the makeup i can't imagine it's so like, all they had on set was milkshakes and soup it's like plaster it yeah that's like the old school makeup too yeah so here you go do you want to know what boof's real name was what was boof's real name lisa boof marconi oh and it's based on one of the writer's high school girlfriends that was okay. really her name Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So he gets it in the same year because Back to the Future is 85 and so is Teen Wolf. Yeah, Teen Wolf comes out like a month after Back to the Future and gives Michael J. Fox the one, two movies at the box office. Okay, that's what I thought because then it was, yeah, Secret of My Success, Bright Lights, Big City, Casualties of War, Back to the Future 2 and 3, The Hard Way, Doc Hollywood. So, yeah, he just kind of goes on his run of like middling comedies. Right, he's like, here's everything. Yeah. So... Michael J. Fox one day came up with the idea. He went to the director and said, hey. And then he kills it in Homeward Bound. What if you let us freestyle it and play the basketball scenes out so we don't have to choreograph everything? And the director said, sure. Then after the fact, the director said, somewhere in a vault is about an hour of the most embarrassing sports footage that's ever been shot. I would imagine because the sports footage in in it at this point is embarrassing. (laughs) What they left in there. This is the the A material that they had. Uh, one of the screenwriters, I'm surprised we didn't talk about this yet, um, was Jeff Loeb, who is a very accomplished comic book artist, uh, writer, right? Yeah, comic book writer. What, what he was that? a con. So Jeff Loeb is a very interesting story in comic books because he starts off as like the golden child type protege. Like mm-hmm. it's long Halloween. Did you mean to say prodigy or protege? Uh, because you kind of just smashed them together. I there. did. <laughs> Prodigy. <The> Prodigy. <laughs> 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 Fucking Prodigy, dude. Yeah. No. Um. But yeah, long. He has that run of Long Halloween, Dark Victory, like all those those Batman defining stories. He also does something called uh, uh, Superman for All Seasons, which is a really like touching Superman. He also did Spider Man Blue, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the most like beautiful spider-man stories you could ever read like i literally cry when i read that story and then somewhere in the late aughts he went off the fucking rails his son passed away i think it was what it was and just like kind of in a carlin-esque type things changed like because carlin was he cursed and he was a little like Mm -hmm. vulgar here and there but his when his wife dies is when his humor changes big time like it becomes the more politically driven, pessimistic, angry stuff yeah, that right. you kind of know Carlin for nowadays. But Carlin in the 70s is a whole other like animal. Jeff Loeb in the 90s is one of the greatest comic book writers of all time. Jeff Loeb in 
the aughts is one of the worst comic book writers. <laughs> he wrote something called Ultimatum, which saw the end of the Ultimates universe in Marvel that involved um, Magneto killing the world, like turning the polar, like the magnetic axis of the world upside down. Oh, makes sense. He drowns the world. Uh, that involves um, one of the worst scenes and two of what are considered two of the worst scenes in like comic book history of just for a comic book beloved comic book character's death. Uh, one is the wasp being eaten by the blob. And this, the panel is like her gutted. He's like chewing on her. He says, yum, tastes like chicken. And it's like this grotesque picture of the blob. And the other is Stephen strange being wrapped up in his like sash that he's in and mm-hmm. popped like, like his fucking head pops like a grape and shit it's it's fucking ridiculous and it's one of the best worst reads in comics it's like the michael bay films of comic books okay it's like this is so bad but it's mildly entertaining uh he also wrote wrote uh hulk red red hulk mm-hmm. which is really bad and a really bad period of the hulk storyline but it's fun at least but that focuses on a uh thunderbolt ross I, actually i don't want to I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who wants to go into, into go yeah. into Red Hulk. Uh, but he, he's written some other stuff that's not that great. So, so that's the, the pedigree on Teen Wolf here. Yeah, I also think he may have been fired from some stuff or let go from some stuff or some allegations or something. I don't know. I'm not sure on that front. So it says the director, Rod Daniel, went to Nebraska where the movie's set to interview teens about partying. <laughs> and the interviews inspired the party scenes really so nebraska just getting wild yeah but also i don't know like you're asking a bunch of teens how they party they're definitely not going to be honest they're like we get drunk like i used to seven minutes in heaven yeah (laughs) i used yeah i used to explain things like they were the most epic things ever to occur in your life when i talk about my partying days around when i was partying in high school and stuff Mm -hmm. and now when i think back to that stuff i'm like man that was kind of pathetic and sad and there was nothing really cool like just because there's 10 people in a room doesn't mean that it's like everybody's like oh my yeah yeah it's like you know four of those people are kind of off in a corner talking to each other another two are off in a corner and then the rest are kind of scattered about mingling with those groups and stuff it's it's nothing like what you see in the movies. So, actor Jerry Levine said that decades later, he's still known all over the world for playing styles and still gets recognized. Wow. And said one time a fan of Teen Wolf recognized him at the Western Wall in Jerusalem. Holy shit. They're, they're styles. Right. Styles from Teen Wolf. <laughs> and he's like, ah, welcome to the Holy Land, bro. Probably. Um, who else? Or what else do we got here? Uh, there. Oh, this is kind of cool. In the script, there's one scene that wasn't shot. And the scene that wasn't shot is Scott goes and appears on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. What? And was, that, was Johnny Carson the one who was like, nah? It doesn't say. <laughs> but because this movie was shot in three weeks on like a million dollar budget. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm guessing that. they were probably like, we don't have time to. No. And to pay. Johnny Carson was like, I don't have time for you. Yeah, he's like, come on. Let's do this face. Let's be real. It wasn't like. The production was like, oh, we can't fit Johnny Carson in here because Johnny Carson was chomping at the bit to be in Teen Wolf. Hey, you never know. He he was an asshole towards the end. Like, supposedly he was a curmudgeon and an asshole who didn't really help anyone coming up through the business or anything like that. And then, yeah, so that's... 
And then the, the last thing here is what we talked about with the beginning with the, the extra with her pants unbuttoned. Yeah. Uh, that's the only other, other only other thing I got here. Well, I think the other thing is the thing that carries this movie and makes it an enjoyable movie is Michael J. Fox. It's Absolutely. not, it's honestly not like styles or any of that shit. Like Boof. Honestly, yeah, Boof, Boof is the least Harold Howard insufferable dad. character in this. Like she's the only kind of redeeming and caring character throughout the movie. The rest of them are are absolute pieces of trash. Right. But Michael J. Fox. Wolf and Finstock. Coach Finstock. <laughs> Greatest sports coach ever. But Michael J. Fox really turns out a performance in it that it saves the entire movie. Well, he's just likable. He's so. Yeah. And his character is shitty. Like, his character isn't a good dude at all either. Like, he's not some knight in shining armor or anything of that nature. He's just a weakling version of Mick. Like,. They're kind of the same person when he's the wolf. Oh, definitely. But he's just meek. Like, that's it. Like, Scott is a meek human being who's just weak and, like, can't do anything. And then when he becomes the wolf, it all goes to his head. And the ego is the same thing. Like, he's Mick as well. And obviously, if he were to ever not be such a meek little baby, he would be the same person. And he proves that when he becomes that. And he takes that character and allows you to enjoy it. Like, even though you're watching this kind of similar piece of shit, you're like, oh, but it's Michael J. Fox, and he's just so enjoyable. Right. Oh, and it's, it's a reminder of, like, how great he was and how fucking much of a bummer it is that uh, it was Parkinson's, right? I know, yeah. That, it's, that it really, like, took him out of acting. Cut it's, everything down. It's cool. He's been in a few things here and there. Yeah, he did some voice acting. He uh, popped up for, like, a stint on Scrubs. And I think he was on Modern Family. More recently, he was, too, he was yeah. on something more recently where he like, you know, he acted. He like, and, and it's I know it's hard for him to do that stuff. Yeah, every time he pops up, it's like, oh, cool, okay. Yeah, and it's really nice to see that, but it just kind of sucks having like these certain talents kind of just taken away, right when they're kind of getting they're in a groove. They're in, in a kinda, groove, yeah. yeah. Where or we didn't really get something like a, a Michael J. Fox Renaissance, like acting, right? Renaissance. Which I think probably would have. Because, like, for me, when I think of Michael J. Fox, I think of this, I think of Back to the Future, obviously, and I think of the like, Frighteners. Yeah, but, like, think about this. Ant-Man. Michael Douglas's role. Yeah. Michael J. Fox. If you had Michael J. Fox and Paul Rudd playing off of each other... That's too much. That's- no. That's, that's like, legacy shit right there. Yeah. And that's, that's incredible stuff. Like, I think that... Like, I love Michael Douglas, don't get me wrong, but I would have much rather have seen... Him is the OG Ant-Man, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, that would have been... I can't remember his name. I want to say Ray Palmer, but that's the DC. It, that's uh, the Adam. Hank Pym? Hank Pym. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. It's tough. It's a bummer. Because, but like, at least he made so many movies that you can pretty much throw on any time. Yeah. And be like, okay, cool. It, it's easy Especially to see. the Back to the Future series. Yeah, when, which you is watch, like, when you watch any of these and you see him, you're like, I get it. I get why he why he ruled the eighties. Yeah, essentially, like he dominated the because he, he had family ties. He had Back to the Future. He had this, and it just all in a row. Yeah, it just like launches him, and it really like it solidifies him as kind of almost a lone wolf though, as those teen stars. Oh yeah, because he wasn't a part of the brat pack or any of that nature. Like he was just carrying himself. He was yeah, he was just Michael J. Fox. Yeah, he wasn't like riding on the back of um. I mean, kind of Zemeckis, but with Back to the Future, make Zemeckis really. Mm-hmm um he's not john hughes 
you know it's not that right it's not like he got handpicked yeah exactly like it wasn't that their performances were that great judd nelson molly ringwald it's that the writing in those movies and directing or is top notch like some of the best in regards to that genre yeah exactly so it, with this it's you know it's it's a garbage movie but his you performance in it his movie his performance in it like really carries it and makes it a watchable movie so it's on amazon prime if you have not seen it in a while can't recommend it enough i can recommend it to watch it but you know you're gonna be like oh this is kind of crap i disagree (laughs) um it's a fun movie so i guess the what a what a note to go out on it's so cheesy though it is very cheesy it's beyond cheese it's got discount randy newman it's got all yeah sorts of the crazy music, music in it is terrible it uses surfing usa twice for the van surfing but scenes. it's 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 a i think it's a cheap ripoff i think that surfing usa now they use the actual they use USA the beach twice. boys song yeah. okay it's just funny because this is a time where that's they, what they paid for and the rest are just ripoffs of the, the studios the studios just wanted to make cheap movies that would sell and be big hits and keep costs down. Yeah. So they grab Michael J. Fox. They shoot it in 21 days. They get lucky because Back to the Future comes out before this and becomes a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. And, it and lets you just them ride market, that. market. Teen Wolf is like, hey, here's Marty McFly. Yeah. The Wolf now. And it's like it, that movie Passengers with Chris Pratt and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Hey, it's Katniss and Star Lord. Yeah, look at it. Look, look, check this movie out. Go but see it. Don't and then you did. And you were like, "Fuck, that was bad." That was yeah. Uh, and this Teen Wolf ended up making like eighty-two million dollars. Damn, on a million dollar a budget. million dollar budget. Fuck, I, I want to do that. It's, yeah, it'd be awesome. Let's just remake it. <laughs> I don't think we could do it. But we'll do it with a girl. Okay. We'll get ball to the lab. We'll go figure this one out. She's going to the WNBA. Thank you guys for listening. We're going to get Diana Taurasi. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Taurasi Wolf. Why wouldn't it be Sabrina Ionescu though? Like a younger, like Taurasi. Whatever. Taurasi, like if she I can't to- say the other one's name. Sabrina? <laughs> the last name. Ionescu? Yeah, whatever. It's not uh, Ayahuasca. It's not Ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, all that cool stuff. Um, you can have a brew. Email. Movie, the movie mailbag at gmail.com let us know what you think let us know if you would want to play on a team with the teen wolf or if you think that <laughs> no team, one wants to play with a shitty ball hog it's just yeah like it's so like kobe like, times 10 the comp for teen wolf is like russell westbrook or like explosive derrick rose back in the chicago days no not even because derrick rose is at least a team player like he was at least like seven or eight assists a game i don't know it's like stefan marbury on like a night that stefan was like i'm starberry tonight yeah that's exactly what it is it's like watching josh smith (laughs) yes but no no josh smith is chubbs like you just oh i can do this i got it on the elbow i'm gonna shoot it you got four dudes on you (laughs) thank you guys and uh we will be back bye